Hey, Wrestle fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 24, Miles Apart. What's up, Warheads? Episode. Ah, shit. You know, I looked earlier, <laughs> and now I forget because we've been testing stuff for so long. 24? 23? I. Joe's supposed to be having a, a fit because he knows these numbers don't matter. I'm looking it up. Or uh, 23 like Jordan or 24 like Kobe, whatever you'd rather be. 24. That's what we're at. All Not right. Where I want to be, but it's where we are. Let's go Mamba. Okay. What's uh, up, uh, what's up, DJ? Tavin and Brett, how are you, pal? Oh, you know. Yeah. This is... <laughs> It's super weird. So just for for everyone listening, uh, we usually record the show face-to-face. We are still face-to-face kind of right now, but it's over Skype. Uh, That's because of the uh, impending doom the world is in. The collapse of (laughs) modern society, I guess. I guess that's not true. That's an overstatement. The decline of Western civilization part four of the wrestling years. Wow. All right. Um, has dropped out. Yeah, we are uh, we're over Skype. We're in different houses in different towns. Uh, first time ever not doing this across the table from each other. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't break it's bread weird. today. We usually have a dinner. Not today. It's weird. I had my uh, my mar- my margarita azul and uh, my box of cheeses. All right. We uh, we had shrimp tacos. So, you know. We didn't even plan it, and we were right there on the same line, all right? So, so yeah, so we're going to see how this goes. This will be, the, I guess, the foreseeable future until we're able to uh, line up again. And when the the stars align and you you dive the airplane in a nosedive to, you know. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Um... (laughs) You know, so we'll see how this works. I uh, had a phone call with uh, Joe Sposto earlier of uh, numerous podcasts, uh, A Todd's with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, and this is how he does it. So we'll see if uh, if we have the uh, the same sort of luck and grace to uh, do it this way. I don't know. See if we got if we have the juice, the chutzpah. If we got the touch, we got the power. Ah, and the power, yes. <laughs> So, so what's going on? Do we do we have any news to cover? Oh God! Uh, we talk this shit out beforehand. We're usually like, what are we going to talk about? We're you know we're already we already we're getting rolling before normally, trying to you know get in the get in the groove a little bit, and that's all kind of lost. But do we have any news? I don't think so, right? WrestleMania is over two days. They're record they're pre-recording that shit. I from what I read, they already recorded the post WrestleMania Raw. Oh, that's how far along they are because uh, I don't know if um, like the county where the performance center is at. I don't know if that got shut down like uh, like uh, restrictions. Okay. So I, I know that they they got a lot of stuff in the can though. I uh, I saw something about Lesnar not being able to get out of Canada, so he might not be able to able to defend at WrestleMania. Listen, if that guy says, hey, I want to leave Canada, are you going to stop him? No. 
Uh, well, he'll get there somehow. Well, we know the Canadians are polite, and since he's an American, he'll just bum rush them, and that's it. Yeah. But. <laughs> yes, that's that's very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so we'll see. NXT is also going to be like the takeover matches are going to be happening through the next couple of weeks. Yeah, they announced I think starting next week. Uh, they're going to start doing the takeover matches. I don't know how many per week they're going to do. I. Oh, I, I don't know what's taped, what's not taped. Who knows at this point? It's yeah. just... No idea. Um, and AEW is going to do what I guess they keep doing. Because uh, they're postponing blood and guts. No blood and guts until everything blows over. Which is right. you you got to have an audience for that kind of match. Yeah, and uh, you also... You know, you'd have 11 people in the ring at one time. And so... Right there, it's just like, hey, you know. You can't do that. Gatherings over 10 aren't allowed. Yeah, so right there, can't do it unless yeah. you have, like, a virtual referee, which I don't think that's going to happen. No, and you get the you get the cameraman that's saying, never mind, we'll talk about that later, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. Yep. Uh, so if we do anything particularly amusing in this episode, which I'm not promising... Uh, because we are on Skype, there will also be video evidence of it. Uh, so if I can find a way to clip that down, maybe to get keep people entertained throughout the week, I'll, they'll have some. Oh my God, here, Ab- Abdullah the Butcher, ladies and gentlemen. No, my, no, I'm not Abdullah the Butcher. I don't uh, lie about Bruiser Brody. Oh, but you do have have. <laughs> I was gonna say I do like Chinese food and ribs, well, but you know it's fine. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, go not, I'm sitting down in my uh, nerd room slash art studio that I create no art in, and uh, I, I'm not that far from my autographed Abdul the Butcher business card that on one <laughs> side has his Hall of Fame induction photo, and on the other side is a tiny menu for his restaurant. <laughs> that got shut down, like, after a year. Yeah, well... I got it from when he stabbed me in the forehead with a fork at that convention that Sid Justice, no, or the wrestling show that Sid no showed. And I'm the one who has to have to see. All right. Yep. <laughs> that's, I, bled, that's I bled in scary. his mouth. He didn't bleed into mine. Oh, my God. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, start let's, start, let's start talking here because this will go on for an hour at least. It will. Um, we, haven't, we haven't seen each other in a week, which is rare. Yeah, yeah, it's on. We haven't really it's, talked it's, much. We've I've watched Beyond the Mat three times. <laughs> did you really? It's the last time we spoke. Yeah, it's great. Oh, God. I mean, it is. It's fantastic. I haven't watched it three times, but... We both watched the uh, Benoit <laughs> thing last night. Oh, man. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, quick, let's touch on that. Why not? Okay. Um, so, Dark Side of the Ring. Well, you know what? I'll tie this. Dark Side of the Ring... Uh, it shows on uh, the Vice channel. I don't know how many people have it or not. Uh, I if don't have... anymore, but they did put it up on the Vice app on Roku. So download the app for free. Both episodes are right there. Perfect. And I know the next day that they put up part two, because this was a two-part episode about Chris Benoit. Yeah. Obviously, I don't need to tell you what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have some good interviews in it. Uh, Chavo, Guerrero, Jericho. Yeah. You know, that's the guy in it. Um, you know, Vicky Guerrero, um, Dino Machino, Dino Machino, uh, Dean's wife, um, 
God, I don't even remember who else. Benoit's son. Benoit's son. Uh, Nancy's sister, yeah. you know. Um, Dark Side of the Ring, it's a super well-done series. The first season, I, I loved it, you know. Job and Macho Man and uh, the Von Eric, the Von Eric episode and the Brody episode were just heart wrenching. Both of yeah. them, again, you know the stories, but like they do such a good job of presenting it and talking to people that were there. Uh, well, they did the Benoit one on uh, I think it was Wednesday night or no Tuesday night they premiered it, and uh, I would I highly recommend to watch it. Um, be prepared, obviously. Honestly, I feel like that goes without saying. Yes. Because it's a very heavy stuff, very heavy topics. Um, but it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, the only one of the first season I haven't watched is the Fabulous Moolah episode. <laughs> uh, because, <sighs> I mean, fuck Fabulous Moolah. Uh, I'm not, I don't care. I, I, I just not even going to bother. Like, she sucks. I know that. Uh, so very, very morbid. Yeah, and like, I, not that, you know, what... Chris Benoit did is, is forgivable in any way. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not entertained by Fabulous Moolah. I don't have any sort of attachment to her. And I'm not sure. going to be entertained about how horrible of a human being she was. So her and Mae Young together. So uh, And then how they were softened in later years and just sort of ignored and, you know, doing wacky things on, on Monday Night TV. Uh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, that, that episode I will never watch, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I, uh, yeah, uh, the yeah. the whole situation just, yeah. But Dark Side of the Ring kicks ass. You should yeah. probably watch that Tuesday nights. It comes on at ten o'clock. Or like uh, DJ said, if you have the app, watch it on there. This week's episode, New Jack. Yep. Oh God, <laughs> it'll be great. It will be. Uh, so yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into AW Dark. I was saying, let's talk about some other things that are going. So, AEW Dark, this was recorded last week in front of no one. Uh, some of the matches, it was like midday, I think. Yeah, there's some um, was out for some of them. Yeah. Yeah. This. So, in total, there's six matches. Yes. Which part of me was like, oh, do you want to blow this many in one show? Like, maybe you want to save some? Because of who knows what's happening going forward. Right. Um, but, hey, they're going for it. When I saw it was six matches, but like only a fifty-minute yeah. runtime, I was just like, <laughs> "Time for some squash and Yeah. Um, first match, Jake Hager and uh, versus Joe Alonzo. Yes. I don't know anything about Joe Alonzo. Do you? No, uh, could not find much about him. So basically, from what I read, uh, AEW and Tony Khan sort of found some indie guys who were needing work, who had lost work because of the everything that's going on. And because uh, of COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever. Uh, and uh, he gave them some bookings to help him out. Uh, Joe Alonzo, uh, I did not find anything notable about. Uh, I did like that he was waving to the crowd as he came out. Yes. Uh, because there was no crowd. Uh, not not the first, or well, I guess the first this week, but not the, certainly not the last guy to do that. But... Uh, and he wrestled Hager and just got murdered. That's all I know about him. Yeah, I mean, it went a minute, and, you know, Hager hit that. Like, I do like the way his finish looks now that he's, like, sitting out on the ground with it. Yeah. I don't know. It looks a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, you know, squash. It'll be it. interesting to see how he moves up AEW's rankings 
with only wrestling essentially squash matches. Uh, and, you know, to see the, well, notable victories count for more. That's why Jericho doesn't have a victory this year, but he's still number one contender for the belt. <laughs> oh, those rankings. Yeah. Uh, next match, we have the team of QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. What what is What are they calling them now? Uh, the Natural Nightmares or the Nightmare Naturals or something. That's that's a weird one. Uh, going up against uh, John Cruz and Matt Sells. Not Juan Cruz. No, John. John Cruz. Yes. Uh, I again, I don't know anything about either of these guys. I, I never heard of them. Uh, so I'll tell you really quick. Uh, Cruz was trained by the Dudleys, your best friend Bubba Ray. Ugh. And Matt if it's Sells, not dance the Dudley, it doesn't mean shit. That's right. And Matt Sells trained by Dory, Dory Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, immediately points in my book then. Sure. Um, QT Marshall and Dustin get the win, obviously. Yeah. Um, it happened. I you know. it was a good little match, actually. I, I, yeah? I, yeah, they did, there was some good tag team stuff in there. You know, Dustin can make anybody look good. Uh, you're these indie guys, you know, no exposure on a large level, and you get to go, show up on TV and wrestle Dustin Rhodes. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you're right about that. You know, uh, they, QT, uh, with uh, his hair growing where there wasn't hair before, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh when uh, he tossed the apple to Dustin. He tossed it to Brady, and Brady tossed it back. And he's like, no, I'm not touching it. Like, yeah. he just, he's like, I'm not touching that thing. So, good good on you, QT. Let's, right. let's practice that more. Uh, but uh, I, I did. I thought it was, a, it was a pretty good little match for what it was. It was just a fun little simple tag match. Dustin made these kids look good. These guys look good. I don't know if they're, they're not kids. The one dude looks, he's, <laughs> some rough road he's been riding. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're. Florida guys, or if they flew them in, or whatnot, I, I have no yeah, idea. I don't know. Yeah. Next, uh, match, next match, we have SCU, which is the team of Kazarian and Daniels, because I'm assuming Scorpio Sky can't travel, I'd imagine, wherever he's located. Okay. Um, going up against Sean Spears and Robert Ego Anthony. Yes. Now, I do know about Robert Ego Anthony. Me too. Not before, not during this match like you did, but when I looked him okay. up, I learned a lot. So, Robert Ego Anthony is a former Combat Zone Wrestling heavyweight champion. And he happened, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> he happened to beat one Mr. John Moxley for the belt. Yes. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the people are going to get this even less. Uh, but over Skype, I keep doing the Zandic pose. So, <laughs> God bless John Zandig. Um, so SCU, they get the win, yeah. of course. Uh, it goes like ten and a half minutes. Um, I thought it was fun. Yeah. So just a little more on Robert Anthony. So he was egotistical fantastico, right? He was yeah. the last CZW Iron Man champion. Oh, well, I don't that know what that means. Coffee. But he was trained by Harley Race. Ooh. And he was in WWE Developmental from 06 to 08. 
I, you know what? I saw a little bit, like, because after I saw him, I knew the CZW stuff, but I was wondering where else did he go. I saw, yeah, he was at Deep South. I think he did, like, a tiny bit of stuff with the Ring of Honor. Um, I don't know if he ever did anything with Chikara or not. That I didn't see. But, um, yeah, I he's I, I, I've been seeing him for years, and this is probably the first time I've seen him in, like, close to 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, so he, when he came to the ring and he was wearing a uh, Liger-esque cape, I was like, who is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that he has some bizarre, bizarre uh, luchador gimmick, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, uh, this was part of the whole uh, Spears thing with, like, finding him a partner or whatever that's been happening on Twitter. Uh, I guess Robert Anthony did a video... Like, uh, a lot of guys were retweeting it because they, they know him, obviously. So, yeah. actually, that got him some traction. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was fun, you know. That's fine. I, I, I kind of do, like, I was hoping, you know, that obviously, I, I mean, I wish none of this was happening in the real world. But, like, if they were going town to town to see, like, get indie guys for Spears, you know. Yeah. I think that would have been fun. But, hey, this was fun for, for what it was. Yeah, um, and uh, Frankie Kazarian was sweating fake tan. It was he? Oh yeah, they, they did a shot of him, and that it was running down his nose. Oh, it was just God. he just had like brown streaks down his forehead and his nose. How about uh, Christopher Daniels turned fifty this week? Yeah, it which was a lot because that man is eighty. Yeah, it looks good. He does. He looks real good. Wrestling forever. Uh, after the match, Spears just beat him up because, you know, that's he's a heel, brother. Yeah. Uh, he's a next match, we, yeah. Next match, we have Super Bad Kip Sabian mm-hmm. going up against Shug D. Yeah. Also known uh, as Sugar I, Dunkerton. Yeah, you and I both know him as a Sugar Dunkerton. Yes. Uh, this goes like, I don't know, about five minutes. Yeah. Kip gets the win. Um, you know, cool to see Sugar Dugger, Dugger Ted on TV. Yeah. Even though his tights didn't fit. Yeah. They were a little small. He looked yeah, fine. Was... I was just like, oh, man, like something's going to fall out of those. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll um, tell you what, man. Uh, I want in this match. Uh, so before this match, I would tell you that uh, there is no more suitable nickname for a wrestler than super bad for kip sabian uh, because he is in fact super bad at wrestling um, yeah but i was watching this match and i was like this might be kip's best match like sugar dunkerton is get is ta- bringing kip sabian to what is probably his best match and then sabian botched his own finish he sure did and I was like, nope, there he is. Old Superbad, <laughs> living up to the name. Good old Superbad. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad, but he's not good. You feel super <laughs> bad about it? Well, I sure do. Something I don't feel super bad about, though. Ooh. Colt Cabana. Uh-huh. And he had a matchup next. He did. With your boy, the Dragon Man. The Dragon Man, Brandon Cutler. Back with yes. his, his 20-sided die. Sure. Um, goes like four and a half minutes. Cabana gets the win. Uh, I love Cole Cabana. He's still a ton of fun, obviously. Yeah. Brandon Cutler, like they're starting to play the whole how he doesn't have to win. 
And Cabana was kind of like teasing him throughout the match about not winning. And he's 0 11. This makes him 0 and 12. He's like, like when he wins, oh my God, is he like their Barry Horowitz? No. No, because Barry Horowitz made it to real TV, not this bullshit YouTube show. <laughs> well, hey, this bullshit YouTube show is going to be on TV eventually. That's true. Um, I, so. I was like, holy shit, he's 0-11. He's never won a match. Uh, and this match, like, Cole Cabana spent the entire time actively making Cutler look like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, actively. <laughs> he was like, you're a bad wrestler, and I'm going to show the world. And I don't even think Cutler's that bad of a wrestler. I think he's looked pretty good in the last couple of weeks. But, like... <laughs> actively, Cabana was like, oh, oh, hey, shit, hey, shithead. I'm going to make you look bad. Well, there was like there was a part of the match where I was like, "Oh, Cutler's looking pretty good," and then he went to do like a backflip off the top rope and to he like, on his like face. and he landed on his face, and I was just like, "Ah, there's the Dragon Man." Yep. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's not letting me down. Nope. He just oh. again, he's been looking a little bit better, a little bit better. I think he's he's getting that on the roll, trying to push himself a little bit too much, and there you go. You know what it reminded me of? Like, hey, he's on a roll, and you know he's looking good in this match. And then he has that one slip where you go, ah. Uh, reminded me of when Ultimo Dragon ran out at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. How dare you? <laughs> how how well, dare you compare the Dragon Man to the Ultimo Dragon <laughs> in any way? Um, I, I, I get the reference. It breaks my heart still to this day. Uh <laughs> And whenever I search online for a reasonably priced uh, Ultimo Dragon action figure, the only one that shows up is that gear. And I'm like, I can never buy that action figure. Because I would look at it and be like, oh, that time that you slipped not once but twice. And blew your shot at showing, you know, more people. I mean, he was on TV forever. But, like, having a run in WWE as, like, one of the best of all time. Nope. Over. That's it. Your description of... Of him slipping is my favorite thing. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, the first time he ran out and slipped, I went, oh, man, that was bad. But, you know, he can recover. And then when he slipped on the ropes, you go, he's dead. That's it. That's it. It's over. <laughs> it's over, man. It still haunts me to this day. It breaks my fucking heart. You got that nice new shiny blue gear for that. He's looking great. <sighs> That's my dude. And was that in WrestleMania 20? I don't remember the date, the numbers. Man, like at like at the garden, uh, like <laughs> that's so heartbreaking. Uh, it breaks my cold dead heart. <laughs> Next match we have Sunny Kiss teaming up with Joey Janela, the New Jersey Connection, uh, going up against Corey Hollis and Mike Reed. Um, I didn't know anything about either of them. I just know the one looked like tiny AJ Styles. Okay. Uh, I but I didn't know. I don't know anything about either of these dudes either. Uh, I do. Uh, let's see. Corey Hollis was in NXT, known as Brian Kennedy, and or Evan Anderhall. Oh, with names like that, how did he not make it? Yep. And uh, Mike Reed was trained by Larry Sharp. Oh, okay. But didn't the one look like AJ Styles? Kind of. Like a discount store AJ Styles? Yeah. Um. So, 
Sonny and Joey get the win. Again, no surprise. I think this is Sonny's first win this year. Um, I thought it was fine. Like, I thought Sonny and Janelle actually looked good as a team. Like, yeah, I think I thought so too. Definitely. It's kind of like that, you know, like that opposites attract t- type of team. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, this will be like a fun little pairing if they decide to run with this on dark. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's it. They worked somehow together. Janelle, they don't. They don't. They haven't really found his spot for whatever reason. They keep bouncing him around, but. Yeah. Well, you know, Is there anything else about Dark? It could work. I, I, I wish Sunny Kiss had stuck with Dragon Man for Kiss of the Dragon Man or him and Dustin, but whatever. Listen, he he went from Dustin Rhodes to Brandon Cutler to Joey Janela. Yep. I just want like Sunny Kiss to just like up the sleeves now. <laughs> All right. Turn it up a little bit. I, I, I love it. Um, I'm there for that's it. That's all I have for dark. How about you? That's it, man. It was it was short. They were mostly squashes, uh, which will kind of carry over now. Also, you know, limited roster. They, you know, not everybody gets to travel, so they yeah. Could. And I want to preface this about us saying about these shows. Like, good on everybody across the board for like still working these shows. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure they don't have to, but good on them for it and i feel like i am going to be giving them a lot of leeway because of like the limited rosters and stuff yeah you know they're, they're working with what they have yeah i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna tear them apart while we're talking right here uh, <laughs> but i don't hold it against them like I'm, I'm not actually gonna tear them apart any more than normal but i'm not gonna hold it against them i understand it's 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 odd circumstances it's very hard to do what they're doing uh and this the, the Last night's shows in particular made me realize, like, again, but really, really showed how important a live audience is to these shows. Yes. Um, so, like, again, I don't hold it against them. I'm not going to say, oh, these guys are done or this sucks or, you know, whatever. I'm going to analyze it as a wrestling show, and that's that. Because last week, AEW did a great show. They killed it. They knocked it out of the park. Uh, I'm not going to say whether or not they repeated that, but uh, we'll get there. But, uh... So it can be done, but again, not holding it against them personally in any level. Um, let's let's talk about episode thirteen, Dynamite, season two. Yeah, let's get into it. So we have Kenny Omega jo- joining uh, Shivani on commentary. Yep. As uh, Cody's going to the ring because Cody's going to take over on commentary. No Jr. No Taz. No yep. Excalibur. You know, again, weird, but I I, I actually enjoyed me some ski of own. Um, Shivani was great, and I, I'm going to get this out of the way uh, because I don't want to talk about it through the whole show. Uh, Kenny Omega is the most boring person I've ever heard on commentary. Uh, even more boring than Britt Baker? Uh, okay. Kenny Omega is the second most boring person I've ever heard on commentary. <laughs> a boy. Uh, you know, I... I if JR was there, JR would have fell asleep. Like, Kenny is just monotone and whispery. And I was like, all right, dude, that's it. And then Cody comes on. I'm like, all right, Cody, I've heard you talk. You got it a little bit. You got a little bit. Of, you're a better talker than you are a wrestler, three star general. And uh, I was like, oh, they're just talking about Star Trek while there's matches going on. Great. 
So, commentary on AEW was a problem last night. Shivani is great, but man, without having a season for, and even at one point, Cody was like, man, commentary's hard. Yeah, no shit. That's why it's people's only job. You know, like, it's not an easy thing, and like, I get that, but man, did they suck at it. Uh, so. So, here's like my whole thought on it, before we get into, into like both shows. Um, I feel like dead ass serious wrestling right now is not gonna work. No, because it's just it's just not. Um, and I feel like uh, you know I know this is Cody's probably first time doing commentary, mm-hmm. so like I actually it's weird because I actually kind of enjoyed it because he kind of kept it loose. Okay, you know it wasn't the dead serious. You know, there was a lot of, like, references, which there's one specific one which I'll kill somebody for. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, you know, I don't know. I, it was it was just weird because, I, I mean, I like different, and this was different. And, I'm, again, I'm not going to, like, crucify them over wrestling right now because you can't do serious wrestling. <laughs> sure. Uh, I get that. I just, the commentary bothered me on this show in particular. Okay. Uh, let's get into it anyway. Let's do it. So match first match, first match we have Cody versus Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc's first match on Dynamite in forever. Yeah, first match on Dynamite since he beat up Excalibur in a Jimmy John's or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> that was. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll with that. <laughs> During the match, they keep showing the, to a backstage trailer of uh, the Gun Club and Sean Spears betting on these matches again. Yeah. Uh, big difference. Nobody's at ringside this no. week. Uh, you know, obviously social distancing. Sure. They have it right now. Mm-hmm. So um, this goes like ten and a half minutes. Cody gets the win. Um, you know, it was fine. Um, I don't think Cody broke a sweat. No, no, he, he definitely didn't. Um, Havoc, again, he's all right. Uh, it's kind of tough when you built your name on deathmatch crazy stuff, and now you're trying to transition to that serious wrestler role, and you, uh, it's kind of tough. We say that about him every time he shows up. Yeah. Like, he's better than this in a different way. Uh, he still has not clicked with anybody on these shows. You know? No. It, and I, they're trying, but it, it's not working. So, I mean, I don't know what you do. I get it. You sign the guy. I get it. He has an appeal. I'm sure he has fans. I don't think he's terrible. I just think he's terrible at what they're trying to get him to do or what he's trying to do to fit in. Um, But he's not clicking with anybody. And, you know, Cody, for the kind of worker that he is and what he is, we know his ability to carry people to better matches isn't the best. So, not, not great. Not terrible. Not great. Nope, but there was a certain part in the match where Cody ran through the backstage. Mm-hmm. I was running out through the ramp and has to do an awkward jump clothesline. Uh-huh. Have it in the ring. And who was he compared to, DJ? Uh, he was compared to uh, WCW versus the world's bad blood. Wow. I am so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. He was compared to the great Muda. 
Listen. You know my love for the Great Muda. I think everyone does at this point, yes. I can take my camera right now, show it to my figure collection, and in the front are four Great Muda figures. Uh-huh. I love the man. I met the man last year. I saw him wrestle twice in one day. It was great. Stop. <laughs> Stop it now. I'm happy you're ma- putting his name out there. Stop it. Yeah. He's in two weeks now. He... Both Penelope Ford and Cody Rhodes have been compared to the Great Muda. <laughs> At least they're moving up in the world. Are they? Well, <laughs> in one sense, yes. In another sense, no. I love me some Muda, but stop. Yeah. Well, just You know what they should do? Just be like, hey, guys, instead of you know talking about the Great Muda, here's a Great Muda match. Uh-huh. I'll watch. Yeah, they should bring him a... in. They should bring him in and let Hager squash him on dark. I'll close my computer right now. This is done. <laughs> oh, my Skype. It's getting fuzzy. Mm, you son of a bitch. Well, afterwards. Yes. They have a big video package of uh, one Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts sitting around a fire. Uh-huh. Uh, Presumably talk... at the Juggalo camp they were at last week. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, says Archer wants to get into the ring with someone. Uh, Cody gave the fans at AEW something they wanted, but Jake's the best mind in the business, and he wasn't called. Uh, you know, they saw Archer in Japan, but you didn't call Archer to start your, you know, fed. Mm-hmm. Uh, referring to him as Caesar, tells him to bring his people and make the match. Just one match, because that's all it'll take. Cody gets on commentary. I don't know. He gave like an awkward promo, sort of. Um, and I guess Archer's going to wrestle next week. Yes, guess so. I don't know if he's wrestling Cody, if he's just wrestling whoever. Uh, well, Co- not Cody, because Cody was like, you want to wrestle? Show up. We'll, we'll get you to wrestle. He'll get a, he'll get a jobber. He'll get a squash. He'll beat up yeah. UT or somebody. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I think... Great pleasure in that. One of the members of the private party or something, like he'll he'll beat somebody up. Maybe both of the private party. Ooh, they should do that's what they should do. Handicap See? match. Yeah. I like it. Alright. After this we get a little video package of Darby Allen making weird college art films. Yes. Uh, taping people's faces to his faces, then to tables, setting tables on fire. Yeah. He's gonna burn the inner circle down. Yes. But in the meantime he's gonna feud with Kip Sabian. Oh, God, what in the hell? Um, yeah, so Darby versus Kip Sabian. Yep. Uh, this goes like ten and a half minutes. Darby wins. I love Darby. Me too. I, uh, he is great. Yep. Using, using his new hold. Using the Gibson yeah. lock. Yeah, the Gibson lock, or uh, what was it called? The Last Supper? The Last Supper. I like how Shivani called it The Last Supper, and Cody goes... Well, where I'm from, we call it the Gibson Lock, but all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, though, Darby, he's he's awesome. Darby is awesome. Uh, Sabian, once again, lives up to his moniker. <laughs> Next match, we have Jake Hager yeah. going up against uh, the one and only Chico Adams. Do you know Chico Adams? I have no idea who that is. Do all you? right. Well, I'll tell you, here's a little bit of what I learned about Chico Adams. He was trained by two men. Okay. Okay. The first man, Dory Funk Jr. 
Who's the second one? Uh, the second one, and I don't think this is at the same time. I don't know the order of things. And this is upsetting to have to say this name after saying the name of the great Dory Funk Jr. Chico Adams trained by Chasen Rance. Oh, my God. You see Teddy Hart got arrested again today? Oh, I watched that video of what, Ace uh, chasing him off because yep. Teddy beat up Maria uh, Manning. Yep. 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 Fuck well, that dude, man. I am just giant piece of shit. Everybody that's involved. So not to get on a sidebar, but like when Teddy, when the, when the dude, what was the name? Like Ace Montana? Yeah. Was like, put, take, put, give me the gun case back and get the hell out of here. He's like, I didn't take your gun case, bro. And then he like, 10 minutes later, he throws it up on the porch. I'm like, what a piece of shit Teddy Hart is. Yeah. He's the fucking he, worst. He's like, he's do nothing, bro. Ugh. Yeah. Please leave him in jail forever. Yeah, Cause that's the thing. Just fucking get rid of him. That dude yeah. sucks, man. Yeah. The, still, uh, to me, again, the sidebar, my favorite thing about Teddy Hart, and it's hard to have a favorite thing about Teddy Hart, is when Neidhart died, and he still did that GCW booking. He got <laughs> the promo, and he was like, you know, my uncle died. He's like, and I talked to the family, and they told me to not lose <laughs> a booking over this because bookings are important, and to not come to the funeral to take your booking. And I was like, yeah, they don't want you at the funeral because you have a booking. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're an embarrassment to the family and an overall <laughs> piece of shit. It's because they wanted you to keep your booking. It is. has nothing to do with the fact that you're Teddy Hart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. What a piece <laughs> of shit. Wasn't he supposed to wrestle Haku on that show? I and Haku so. didn't cancel the booking to go to Night Yeah, because Haku went to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The family was like, Teddy, you keep your booking. Yeah. Cool. You come up. <laughs> right. God damn it. Fuck that guy. Good well, God. Jake Hager, he squashes Chico Adams uh, a minute, and it was what it was. Afterwards, Moxley shows up. Uh, they brawl a little, hits him with the, the uh, paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, Hager kind of fights back a little bit, but then gets run off at the end. You know, if they keep doing this with Hager, giving him a squash on Dark and a squash on Dynamite, by the end of the year, he's going to have double the, the win-loss record of anybody else in the company, and he's going to look like a superstar. But instead, yeah. he, he in reality, he's just a skinny guy, and when he's losing an MMA fight, he hits the guy in the nuts, so he doesn't technically get a loss. God, and he's... Ugh, I'm not going to get started on his... He sucks. Fuck he that sucks. guy. He sucks. <laughs> Moxley cuts a promo backstage, basically saying, "Wherever the inner circle goes, he will be there. He's gonna, he's out for Hager's blood, and Hager's not gonna walk out when they fight, but he's gonna be carted out on a stretcher." All right. I don't want to see. I like. I love Mox. That's my guy. I have zero interest in Moxley. <laughs> Just none. Yeah. Um. So we get. Some highlights of uh, one Mr. Big Rig Brody Lee's debut last week, mm-hmm. which then we go to a, a vignette backstage of uh, him wearing a suit and yep. eating steak. Yes. And uh, basically telling the Beaver Boys, this is how you get it done. John Silver decides to take a bite of some steak. No, no, I didn't finish mine. You got to get out of here. And then John or uh, Alex Reynolds decides to sneeze. Yeah. And what happens when he sneezed? He uh, he also got yelled at. Yes. What 
who also eats a lot of steak and wears suits and gets mad when you sneeze. Uh, that could be a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, who? <laughs> well, pal. My <laughs> <My> damn pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, uh, they're really grinding that axe against Vince here. Yeah. So they took the Dark Order, which seemingly was some sort of evil, mystical, you know, uh, Cthulhu-esque Dark Realm thing, <laughs> and have turned in, into some sort of weird wrestling mafia. <laughs> ah, is it a voodoo kid mafia, my friend? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> although one half of them is there, so... That is true. <laughs> There's already a kip on the show, so we can't have another one. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, this is clearly they're just gonna rib Vince the whole time and uh, have fun with it. Whatever, that's fine. Yeah, I guess Brody's a little bitter. I mean, I don't blame the dude. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, the dude is, is one the, of the uh... better wrestlers they had, and they did nothing with. Yeah, especially when they added time to his uh, contract because of injury time. Yep. Scum bags. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Brody Lee in-ring debut against QT Marshall. Uh-huh. First thing Cody talks about is Marshall's hair replacement surgery. Yep. <laughs> because why not? Name drops Brian Erlacher in the process. Yeah, thank you, Cody, for that. Um, what I don't like about this is Cody must have said daddy eats first about six times during this match. And, uh, if you remember that ill-fated t-shirt that he had made, you know, cause daddy eats first. Yeah. Re real good choice of words there, Cody. Um, Brody wins in about three minutes. It just yeah. beats the side of the dude. Uh, if they keep doing what they're doing with QT, it's going to be the opposite of Hager. He has a match on dark and a match on dynamite. Well, he won this week on, on Dark because they didn't give any of the indie guys a win. But no. uh, he's going to have, like, he's going to have 104 matches this year, and they're all going to be losses. <laughs> like, who's going to get their first singles win, him or Brandon uh, Cutler? QT hasn't won a singles match yet? Uh, not that I know He's won Maybe matches, so he does have victories. Yeah. I think, I think Brandon Cutler will get his first singles victory before QT. Okay. QT will be right. relegated to him and Dustin tagging up, and they'll win some stuff there, and you know, be some be in the contendership at some point just to get beat, uh, bring in a new face, and then whenever they need somebody to get squashed, they'll put him in a singles match, and he'll just eat an apple and then die in the ring. <laughs> Sounds like a warrior's way out. I like it. That's right. Um, let's see what happens next. Uh, we get an update on. Bald Jackson, yeah, uh, working out, getting spied on by Vanguard One version two point oh. Yes, uh, he's currently at sixty one percent. Okay, interesting so number. I'm that had to say that's what they said. So that's that. Okay, well, he's actually hurt, uh, and or his wife is pregnant. Wife is pregnant. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's what I. I did laugh a little bit about Cody being like, boy, I didn't know the Jacksons had that much money. Did I've never seen that house before. <laughs> it was just like, ah, I like yeah. you, Cody. Um, so we have the main event wrestling portion of the show. Yes. 
Uh, the AAA Mega Champion? Is that what it is? I have no idea. I, I think uh, he, I think he's the AAA Egotistico Fantastico Champion. Ah, I like it. <laughs> Kenny Omega going up against Sammy Guevara, the Spanish sex god himself. Yes. Uh, so this goes like 24 minutes. Yeah. Omega won, retains his title. Uh, what did you think of the match? Uh, I mean, I liked the match. Uh, again, this I think this was the point. Yeah, it was the main event when Cody and Shivani started talking about Star Trek instead of the match. Sure was. Uh, but I thought it was a really good match. I mean, Sammy's, Sammy's really good. Um, but, you know, a match like this suffers not, not being in front of a crowd, not having the chanting back and forth. Um, but I, but I thought it was very good. Um, it'd be cool to see what these guys can do on an even bigger stage against each other. Uh, cause Sammy is super impressive and Kenny's Kenny. Uh, so I liked it. I was a little like zoned out sort of towards the end of the show. Cause the commentary was really grinding on me. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I thought it was really good. Uh, and I hope they do more Sammy putting Sammy in high profile stuff. Even if they just do it while they're dicking around waiting for other stuff to happen or spin him out when everything gets back to normal and sort of make a make an even bigger star out of this kid. How great has he been? He's been great, yeah. He's, I mean, he's I mean, fantastic. Like, since the first time he showed up on TV, like his first match and then when he, the inner circle formed that night, yeah. to, like to now, the guy's just like, like amazing he's, he's honestly like a, a stuffed panda head like it was really he yeah was like, what is this idiot and no he's, <laughs> yeah he's been really good um yeah clearly they like him i'm sure he's getting a ton of like uh, you know learning and teaching from the from the vets backstage i'm sure they see a lot in him and uh yeah man i, I mean i like him a lot so big things for that kid yeah um what about when he made out with the the Brandy portrait? Yeah, <laughs> that was super creepy. That was good camera work because Brandy's face was just like perfectly yeah. like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the match itself. There were two matches uh, total last night where I was like, God, I wish there was a crowd, and this was one of them. Yeah, for sure. It, it was like I enjoyed it. You could tell Kenny's hand is legit hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like. He's not punching with it. He's not chopping with it. Like he, that, that thing is still recovering. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, to close the show out, we have a confrontation, my friend. Yeah. Chris Jericho and uh, Broken Matt Hardy. Yes. So Jericho comes out. Uh, uh, Vanguard One arrives. Jericho cuts a promo on a droid. Does. Calls it a piece of shit. Offers, <laughs> offers for it to join the inner circle. <laughs> I love when he's like, I don't like you. You're disrespectful. I hate your political views. I hate your social media. You know what? You're a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's like, but I respect you. Yeah. Like, like this is the type of like cornball shit that I want right now. Yeah, you I know? loved that part of it. I loved Jericho's promo and him interacting with Vanguard One. It was great. Okay. I'm happy you said that part of it, because um, uh, Matt Hardy um, arrives uh-huh. and uh, he's teleporting. Kinda, yeah. 
Um, gets in the ring. They go back and forth for way too long. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm going to say something. Uh, I had wondered whether or not it would be controversial. Uh, and I'm like, I don't care if it is or not. Uh, I'm going to say it, and maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. Uh, Broken Matt Hardy has run its course. Uh, I think it's done. I think that they struck gold when it happened initially. And they've, since then, whether their own fault or not, have been trying to recapture that lightning, and they have not been able to do it. And this is them going back to a well that is plenty dry, and it's not working. So, I'll I'll say this much. Um, The broken stuff in TNA, you and I loved. It was just insane, off-the-wall shit. Um, when he did it in WWE, it was super watered down. Uh It was very neutered and I think it hurt it overall. Killed it. Cause now, now that this is happening, like, okay, the general people, the last taste of this character you have is what WWE did. Yeah. It's it's a rehash of a rehash and it like, don't, let TNA impact whatever be the ones who did a better wrestling thing than you. I, I'm gonna I'll say this. I'm I'm not gonna completely shit on it yet. Cause I I I think this was another thing last night where if there was a crowd there, maybe it would have been better. Maybe. And also under normal circumstances, I don't think they would have given them this much time. Because they had a ton of time. Yes, it was very long. It's interesting. So, like, the teleporting thing where he started at the top and then they would cut and he would jump to the other side and back and forth till he got to the ring. They were just having Jericho stand in place and, like, yeah. the camera, uh, Hardy would run, whatever. And, like, it looked good up until there was one point where Jericho moved a little bit and, like, kind of... And his hair was flowing. Yeah, kind of blew the illusion. But even then, still, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, all right, that's like it, it's not. It doesn't look good, but I get it. It's funny. It's fun. Whatever. Them two face to face in the ring, and I was like, ooh, these guys—they're not clicking. And I'm like, is this a this is this a marquee thing we're waiting to see? Like, or do people really want to see Jericho versus Matt Hardy? Uh, it, I like Matt Hardy just fine. I liked Broken Matt Hardy a lot, but like the guy's knees are gone. Like, you know, he's he's not the man he once was so like would you say he's half the man he used to be no um (laughs) but like just going back to the well again with this i'm just like all right uh, it was so long ago i mean the the broken matt hardy stuff was years ago right the original when was it uh i want to say it was like like 2014 i think yeah and like it's just like Oh man, I don't know. Like, where do they go from here? Like, they they, they tried to they're trying to frame him as this this man who reinvents himself and is able to to do all these things, come around, change his character, come back to prominence in the business. And I'm like, well, Jericho does that. 
But Matt Hardy's just doing the, the he's he's trying to do the unwatered down version of the watered down thing we've been watching for three or four years that was watered down from a thing from six years ago. It's just, it, it's an uphill battle. I hope they can still do good things with it. You know, there, I understand there's a ton of other factors into this, and we talked about that before, and who knows what they'll do when there's a crowd and when they're getting serious about it. Uh, but I, I'm not excited about Broken Matt Hardy. No, right now, like, I'm not either. Um, you know, I'm not going to be, like, wash my hands of it yet. Yeah. Because I, I do want to see where it goes. But last night it was just, like, one of those, I was like, did you run out of wrestlers for matches? Right. Like, what happened? Because you do not, that it just went too yeah. long. Like you said, the best part of it was Jericho cutting a promo on a fucking drone. Like, yeah. and like, <laughs> like that was the best part. <laughs> Matt Hardy's not going to have a five-star match. He's not, no. not going to have a four-star match. <laughs> no, and, and you know what? To credit uh, Spost, though, you know, he's one of the guys where, you know, like he, he said it about Bray Wyatt with The Fiend. You know, yeah, like this is all great and everything. What happens when the bell rings, though? Yeah. You know, and I think this, this is one of those situations. Like if they're going to do the goofy stuff where – you're going to the Hardy compound and having all these mm-hmm. crazy matches. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, squared circle. Well, and that's the thing. If And if, you, if you're not going to have these great matches, which I don't even think he's physically capable of anymore, um, the other stuff needs to be top-notch, high-tier stuff so that we can be like, all right, we understand his matches are going to be great. He's not going to shoot bottle rockets in the arena at each other, whatever. <laughs> Um, but it's okay the matches aren't great because the promo stuff and the videos and everything are so good that I'm entertained by that. So the match yeah. is just a way to get through to this other creative stuff he's doing. And this first outing, I'm like, nope, you're not up to that level to make me care about this match enough. Yeah, I'm with you. We'll see. That was I, mean, I, I hope it gets better. I do. I still like Matt Hardy. I just, you know, fingers crossed they figure it out. Yeah, last night seemed like a misstep, so I'm I'm with you on that. But that was the end of Dynamite. Yep. Let's talk NXT. NXT. So they're officially back in full sale. They are. I wonder if that was Vince being like, hey, hey, pal, you got full sale. Go there and use that instead Uh, because I need need to film 18 hours worth of TV. Um, So we start the show – Tyler Breeze and Austin Theory. Yep, your boy Austin Theory. In a 13 and a half minute match. Was it that long? Yeah, felt a lot longer. Um, Breeze beats Theory. Uh, This is one of those where I was just talking about I don't want like dead ass serious wrestling right now. Yeah. Because it's just not going to work for me. And this match tried to be dead serious, like, you know, them just, like, shit-talking each other during the match yeah. was really awkward um, at points where it got silent for a full minute. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't think this is the best idea right now. You should probably be making as much noise as possible. Yeah. This, this is just awkward now. Um, yes. I don't like Austin Theory, even, like, at all. So uh, weird that they like let him talk that much during the match. Like, 
Yeah. Very odd. And I get it. They're trying a different approach to see what works, and that's not something you normally hear. They gave it a ton of time. They let Theory do a ton of talk. Uh, but I have a much bigger issue with this match. Oh, yeah? Do you want to take a guess at my bigger issue with this match? Them pretending that they're taking selfies and the phone wasn't on? No. Okay, because that happened. Yep. Um... I don't know. What is your uh, what is your big issue? What was the finish to this match, Brett? Uh, was it the uh, the spinning heel kick? Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here's what the is your issue that Austin Theory didn't do 500 squats afterwards because he fucked the business up. <laughs> no. Here's what the finish <laughs> should have been. He grabs Breeze's phone. To make the video like, oh, I'm going to beat you. This is what you're going to see. Blah, blah, blah. And he walks over to Breeze. And he has the phone. And he bends over the, like, beaten Breeze in the, uh, on the apron to taunt him. Should have been a roll-up. Yeah, should have been. Breeze should have just hooked him, rolled him up, and that was it. Surprise win. Because Breeze was getting the shit kicked out of him for most of that match. Especially yeah. at that point. And instead, they did this whole thing where he, he shoots him off and hits his finish and whatever. No, roll-up. Surprise roll-up. Why aren't you doing that shit? <laughs> There's nobody in the arena. You don't have to get your shit in. Just <laughs> roll it up. And that's it. It would have been such a better finish. But yeah, I'm well, on board with you, man. I don't like Austin Theory. I don't hate him, but I don't know. He, don't, he doesn't click he's for me. Yeah. He's just there. Just, like, to me, it just screams like, I don't know, generic creator wrestler on yeah. SmackDown. Like, so... Yeah, weird, but I didn't expect Tyler Breeze to win, and I'm glad he did, but it should have been a goddamn yeah. roll-up. Well, there will be more matches in the future between those two, I'm sure. Uh, next match, yeah, we have Killian Dane uh-huh. going up against long-lost cousin Tahuti. <laughs> I was going to make that same reference, but I'm glad <laughs> you did, because I saw him, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know who this dude is, but this is going to be funny. Yep, that's... Uh, my long-lost cousin, Tahuti Miles. Okay. Tahuti. What the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> Almost as dumb as Bruce. <laughs> Nine months. Nine months, all he came up with was Tahuti. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Killian Dane gets the win yeah. after three minutes with a Vader bomb. <laughs> That's that. So, a question about Tahuti Miles. What the hell was ACH's name when he was in NXT? Uh, I was going to say Rich Swan, but that's not it. Um, Wasn't it Jordan, Jordan Miles? Why? So somebody backstage is like, we got to have Miles as a last name. It's great. Trips, give me, give me a buzz. I'll come in. I'll do some work, brother. There you go. You know, this is like when they were obsessed with uh, with the initials KO with Cassius Ono and Kevin Owens. Yeah. It's the same thing. Cassius Ono, another guy, much like Superbad Kip Sabian, who lives up to the moniker. Because whenever I see him show up on my TV, I scream, oh no, and run out of the room. <laughs> I love your hate for Cassius oh. Ono. <laughs> nice basketball yeah. jersey, you dildo. Uh. <laughs> so Dane squashes him. Yeah. That, that, we're, we're, this, so the first, most of this show had a feeling of like, Oh, I'm watching WWF Superstars from 94. <laughs> yeah. um, Nothing wrong so with that. 
Except Dwayne Gill's not getting squashed. Um, so next match we have Cameron Grimes going up against Tony Nese. No, 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 you're jumping ahead on me here. I, gotta, I want to talk about something else from the Killian Dane. Oh, what about this? So I love Killian Dane. Okay. He knows that. Uh, he looked like crap not being able to just immediately put away Tahuti Miles. Like, Listen, you you take that back about Cousin Tahuti. <laughs> there, there, Freeman Dane is this monster, and then he comes out and wrestles a guy none of us have ever seen before, uh, and the guy gives him a hard time. That's not what I want to talk about, though. What I want to talk about is that we have two people on opposite wrestling shows, both using the Vader bomb. And both having it called the Vader bomb. And only one of those guys looks like the kind of guy that can use the Vader bomb and have it be effective. You're right Spoiler about that. Spoiler alert, it's not Jake Hager. <laughs> you're very you're right, my friend. I don't know why somebody said you should use the the move made famous by a four hundred pound man. <laughs> but somebody told Hager to do that and it sucks. Killing not, not as big as Vader but at least has the size and the hairiness to uh, do the Vader bomb and make it look like a move that actually hurts. Otherwise, it's just a twisting splash that Hager does with his skinny-ass legs and no other body. <laughs> yes, I feel like you and I are a uh, statured gentlemen that we could classify as hosses. Sure. Dane is a hoss. Yes. Hager is not. <laughs> No, he doesn't. Not at all. He doesn't get to use the Vader bomb. No, no, no sir. Bullshit. <laughs> so the next match: Cameron Grimes versus Tony Nese. I don't know who's the good guy or the bad guy here because Grimes is a bad guy and uh, Nice exists. Yeah. Um, Grimes won. That's it. <laughs> okay. It was the match was okay at best. Yeah. Uh. Here's what I want to say. I'm glad they're giving Grimes some victories. Uh, but I, I want to. I'm going to throw out a little uh, suggestion as to what I feel they should do with Grimes that they're not doing. Okay. Grimes in this match had a ton of opportunities where he ended up throwing what they were calling like the Superman forearm or whatever. Yeah. Grimes should never have the chance at a leaping attack to his opponent ever unless it's the finish because if you have the space and the time to throw a leaping superman forearm you can hit the cave-in make, make his finish that much of a killer and if, if he's if he's going to go for that type of move let it be the cave-in and have him even miss DDP used to grab the guy in the in the diamond cutter and the guy would squeeze out, you know, like uh, every now and then. So, like, the fact that he's doing these things where he would leap in the air to do something like, Kaven, this is going to be great. No, no Kaven. Kaven should come out of nowhere and it should be the only shot in that match where he gets to do a move like that. Any other time that the space is there, the opponent should quick bail out because they know what's coming, you know, and just tease it and tease it until he hits it because that move looks cool. When right guys take it, the, the, uh, Tony Nese didn't take it right. He, like, slid out too much. But that's how they have to build that shit. Make it strong. Yes, I am with you 100% on that. 
but so, the match was okay. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of matches in a short amount of time on this show. They did. They were definitely, I feel like they were trying to make up for what, no wrestling last week. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I don't know, it didn't feel like superstars to me. Yeah. But next match, we have... Brendan Bush versus Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. No. What do you mean, no? That's oh, not I'm the sorry, next... you're right, you're right. Uh, my bad. Uh, Keith Lee interview with Dijak. What are you doing, man? What do you mean? What, you don't want to talk about the number one contenders qualifying match for the women's ladder match that's going to happen in front of nobody? Uh, I mean, I don't want to talk about what happened before that match, Brett. You know what? I know you don't want to talk about it, but it's good to it's good to work and talk through your problems. Okay. All so, right. we have the returning Aaliyah. Uh-huh. Who totally had a broken nose and that's all. Totally. That's it. Broken nose. There, 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 that was not a blood pack. That was all real. It was a totally real, 100% really real broken nose. It was a shoot, brother. From the from the true shooter of NXT. That is true. One Miss Zia Lee. Sup, Zia Lee. You know what's up? Oh, that's why we want to talk about it. <laughs> so Zia Lee's not coming out, and her music She's keeps up. playing, and we get a shot from the back. She got Nancy Kerrigan. She did. But you know who she got Nancy Kerrigan to buy? We don't. I have an idea. Yeah? One Miss Io Shirai. You think it was Io that did it? Absolutely. Okay. So, wait. Yeah. So, are you going to tell me that this could lead to an Io Shirai Zia Lee feud? Sure can. Okay. Wait, I'm back on board then. <laughs> so, Io Shirai is back. Yep. To kill a bitch. Yes. And, also, uh, you know, uh, all teasing aside, I was excited for this match because there was no way Zia Lee was losing to Aaliyah. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I was like, Zia Lee's going to get a shot. Like, she's going to be in this ladder match and have, a like, a bigger stage. And I was like, and she's the true shooter of NXT. She 100% <laughs> broke Aaliyah's nose for real. Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, I was like, this is going to be great. And then I was like, oh, man, this sucks. What are they going to do? Like, this this bums me out. And then EO came out. I was like, all right, we're good. Let's go. Good old EO. Uh, EO wins in a minute and just kicks the shit out of Aaliyah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm super happy that EO is back. I love EO Shirai. Um, um, she needs to win the ladder match, I yeah. think. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Too. I need her, her Rhea. I need her to beat Rhea. Yeah. Strap her up. Let's go. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Brad. I just want to bring this up to you, too, uh, about Aaliyah. Uh, that must have been a really serious broken nose. Because, like, the, uh, the average heel time on a broken nose is, like, three weeks. <laughs> she was out, like, three months. I mean, it was a real bad a, fracture, my friend. A real bad broken nose. So they needed like a lot of surgical procedures to put that thing she's back the together. Zaylee's the true shooter. I mean, she exploded that nose. <laughs> it looked like and, a bust. I mean, she she broke that nose so hard, and it was broken so bad that it took a team of doctors to reconstruct that nose. 
Yes, the world's the world's best plastic surgeons. The my best, friend. I mean, uh, just doctors. I don't know what sort of doctors they were, but, <laughs> but man, uh, Zia Lee, true shooter. That's right. Next up, yeah. we have. <laughs> Next up, Orkin and Bush versus Shane Thorne and Brandon Fink. <laughs> See, that's what I would be okay with skipping because I have zero. I have negative interest in this. Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee. And Dijakovic and Priest yep. all have a tick better in contest. I don't care at all. We know where this is going, and I don't care. I just don't care. Well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something about this, and it may surprise you. You liked it. No, I also don't give a shit whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking bored uh, with this <laughs> matchup whether it be Lee and Dijak that we've seen a bunch of times, uh, and then just adding Priest. I'm like, what, you, what is going on? Uh, Keith Lee won that title off of a, a super hot program and then got saddled with Dijakovic again, which we were already seeing, and now it's Priest with a billy club, which makes no sense. Slide uh, pipe. What? There's a slide pipe, my friend. Oh, that's right, slide pipe. Sorry, I forgot. Um, but like, I, I don't get it. Uh, Dijakovic is a bad promo and Priest is a worse promo, if not the worst promo. He's like, all I want is women, that title <laughs> and more money. And if I have to go through you to get it, I will. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it, it's just, it, I don't know. I just don't care about any of this. No, not at all. They could have done so many other things with Keith Lee, put him up against top-tier guys, given other guys, like having him wrestle matches with other guys who are real good, and instead this is all they have for him, and it makes me not give a shit about that title. And yep. like, that title, Roddy was holding it, and I was super into it, and it's done. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> I'm with you a thousand percent. Uh, we have a little video package from Adam Cole, who says he's on vacation and totally not in his backyard. Yeah. Uh, says that uh, Bobby Fish wants to face Velveteen Dream next week, so that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. That's fine. Whatever. Again, yeah. the same thing, holding pattern. They can't do anything super huge. I no, guess they, they are because they're going to do the, the takeover matches, but like. They, they can't advance a ton of storylines very far because what's the point in, without an audience? But, uh, man. I, I, Velveteen Bobby Fish, we've talked about this before. I like Bobby Fish a little more than you do. Um, so I, I think that could, that'll be fun. And then Velveteen will win because Bobby Fish is, is a tag team wrestler, not a singles wrestler. So Velveteen has the advantage. So on and so forth. Yes. Uh, next up, we finally, hey, we do have Danny Birch hey. and Odie Lord, right. going up against Brendan Vink yeah. and uh, Shane Thorne. Okay. So Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne, they had a match on Raw this week. Really? Yeah, against the Street Profits. Oh, so they lost. Yes, of course. Okay. Same thing that had happened here. Uh, yeah. Birch and Lord got the win after three and a half minutes. Good to see them get a win. Yeah. Listen, I, like, know, I, I like Birch a lot. Yeah. I really do. Have you ever seen what Birch looked like before he, like, got in shape? No. 
Oh man, all, Wait, all, what, what he's in now is in shape. Oh, compared to what he was in, I'll show you. Yeah, I mean, I think he's in he's in good shape. You can just tell he's an he's an older gentleman. Oh yeah, he, he definitely is. But um, yeah, I was I, I I don't know. I like the tag team. I think it works for those dudes. I like the tag team a lot. Not the biggest Oni Lorcan fan because uh, noted liar, but um, <laughs> but I, I like I like what they do. I like the. Uh, I, I like their style and everything. I think it works. Yeah. He'll never be anywhere, but no. Oh wow, he was like much bigger, dude. Yeah, dude. And he looks great. I actually like him at, at this bigger size. <laughs> well, like what a... happened? Like he was with NXT, they let him go. Yeah. And then he got in like tremendous shape, and they brought yeah. him back. He looks like a fucking bruiser. Yeah. Oh man, like he, I mean, he's he's in shape now. You can definitely tell now that I've seen that. You could tell he was a much bigger dude at one point. Yeah. Um, but he's in really good shape, and I I'm a big fan of the style that he wrestles. But yeah, I didn't know he was that. He was like, I mean, he was essentially a hoss for. Yeah, he was he was on like hot uh, like like close to hoss territory. Yeah. Yeah, he's not quite tall enough, but I mean, I I like that look. He's a scary looking dude too, man. You wouldn't you wouldn't fight that guy for real. No, absolutely not. Cut your fingers off or something. <laughs> so the next match we have is another number one contenders qualifying match for, for the ladder match. That's about all we needed to talk about that match too. It was whatever. Yeah, that that's really it. Um, Candice LeRae versus Caden Carter. Yeah. So Candice gets the win. It goes like four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, she gets out. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was a uh, good match for four minutes, man. Dude, I'll tell you what, and I I tweeted out last night, like, I was super impressed with Caden Carter. Yeah. I thought this was her best match she's had on TV so far. She looked really good. She did, and we, uh, we've we liked her from her debut. Like, she's got an interesting look. She's been doing some cool stuff. This was a good match. Ton of falsies. It was it was cool. It was a very indie yeah. match of them. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, they, they got their proverbial shit in, my yeah, friend. For sure. Um, but, yeah, Caden, she, I was, like, I, yeah, obviously, you know, you expect Candice to win that match, but I was definitely like, "Wow, Caden uh, Carter was great." Yeah. So I hope I hope they give her something more down the road. Here. Yeah, I think so. I think they're they're building for that. You know, she's she's been popping up a whole bunch, so I think we'll see more of her. Yeah. So the next match we have mm-hmm. Matt Riddle versus Roddy. Yep. So this goes eleven minutes. Okay. Roddy, uh, no. Sorry, Riddle gets the win. Does no no uh, what's his name? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn doesn't no, travel. Peter Dune is stuck in England. Yep. So uh, only one of the stallions and no stallion battalion for this match. <laughs> uh, this was the second match where I wish took in place in front of a crowd last night. Yep. Because like it was good, but the yeah. crowd would have made it better. I, you know? I thought this was a really solid match. I agree with you. Something you need a crowd there for. Uh, but I, I dug the shit out of this match. Yeah, I mean, these two, just, they beat each other up. That, that's just, it's, it was 11 minutes of beating each other up. Yeah, these two guys can wrestle. Yeah, they, they definitely can. Um, but post-match, my friend. Okay. We see two very large gentlemen run out. Very large gentlemen. And beat the piss out of Matt Riddle. They do. Poor Matt Riddle. But then, mm-hmm. like, like the, the clouds opened up and the angels came down. 
Yeah. We hear the voice of one Mr. Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens Enterprises. Enterprises. Absolutely. He comes out. He introduces himself. And figures since Pete Dunn's not around, he wanted to introduce Riddle to the future of the NXT Tag Division. There you go. Currently, these dudes' names, the one of them is Sarav Gurjar. Okay. But what's that? Sorry. Sure. And the other one is Rinku Singh. Okay. Um, but we're not talking about that. Okay. We're they talking have the tag about team name. They should have some sort of name. They? They what is it? Like a, I don't know. They should. I don't know if they do. Oh, well, I thought you said they do. No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, Big Stokes on TV. Big Stoke is on TV. Absolutely. If, if you follow any sort of like, you know, wrestling Twitter accounts or anything, that dude's account is a gem. Yep. That dude is a gem. Absolutely. Uh, he, I'm so happy that he is finally on TV. Um, I hope that dude makes all the money ever. Yeah. So that dude holds a special place in both of our hearts. He certainly does. Because, which, I think we've mentioned it on the show in the past, but at a Chikara show many, many moons ago, where you and I attended, like we used to frequently, yes. uh, and it was Vin Gerard and the Unstable feuding with uh, other NXT stars, uh, 3.0. Yes. Who are ever ready now. Um, and uh, Vin Gerard showed up and he laid the greatest forearm I've ever seen. The history of professional in, wrestling. Uh, legit in the history of professional <laughs> wrestling. I've never seen a forearm better than the one Vin Gerard laid on this poor innocent trainee who was at ringside. <laughs> And it was Malcolm Bivens. He he made Minoru Suzuki look like the Honky Tonk Man that he night. Legit with Honky Tonk's powder puff punches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, again, it is no hyperbole. I'm not bullshitting you. That was it is the greatest forearm I've ever seen. Yes, uh, easily. And he leveled him. And so right there, Malcolm Bivens, and then. Bivens, if you haven't seen him in Orange Cassidy, do the uh, the, the video in the parking lot in uh, uh, essentially our own town uh, for the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show or whatever the hell it was. No, it was something with the Grammys, wasn't? I don't. I, something. Yeah, some some yeah. something or other. But it took place outside of the Grammy Awards and totally not in the parking garage yeah. outside of Movies Fourteen. Yeah, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> so Bivens, Bivens is a is a legend already. And, yes. Uh, it'll be fun to see what he can do in the world with these absolutely giant men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big old hosses these big dudes old are. Bumping me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, just, I'm so excited, though, that Bivens is on television. Yeah. He's the man. <laughs> uh, I will say these guys did not look great. Some miscues in a simple run in. But that's all right. Nerves, what have you. Uh, they don't have to do much. They're giants. Yeah, they don't. So, we'll see. Giant, giant bump in the night, brother. That's right. So next week, we have three matches announced. Uh, Velveteen Dream, Bobby Fish. Uh, a second chance gauntlet ma- match, which is going to feature all the prior losers getting another shot at the final spot in the women's ladder match. Ooh. 
Uh, they'll put Zia Lee in that because she didn't lose, but she got eliminated. Probably not, right? Is this like, like uh, Texas Tornado Royal Rumble rules were going? Could be. Here you go. No, but listen though, Zia Lee makes her entrance hobbled. Is like gonna be in this match, toughs it out, convinces Regal to let her in. She hobbles down to the match. Her, her, she got a bum leg. She can't throw kicks. She can't be the true shooter that she is. Pulls off the victory. You cut to Io Shirai, who jumped her this week, freaking out because now she has to face Zia Lee in the ladder match. Okay. All right. I'll take it. Take I saw it maybe. Both maybe uh... If they don't want Io to win the ladder match, this is a good reason to get her not to because she's clearly the biggest star in there currently. Have Zia Lee concert that, feud that out, do whatever you want to do over here with everybody else. Just, I just want my Zia Lee. Man. That's all. That's all you want. That's all I want. <laughs> and apparently, and I, I, I'm reading it now, but I must have missed it last night, or that, or else I tuned it out. Uh, next week is Lee Dijakovic and Priest for the North American title. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, well next week's April 1st, so they're starting to the take over matches. But it's April 1st, huh? Well, that match is a joke. Ah! I'll say jokes on me. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, if there's a match on this card that shouldn't be in front of an audience, it's those three. <laughs> so we go to the end segment, which real funny that both shows had like the same format right? this yeah, week. Really. Like, I mean, NXT had seven matches. Um, yeah, seven, which is to, just insane. To five on AEW, but uh, mm. but yeah, you know. It, same format, a lot of little squashes, stuff like that, short matches. But that's what you have to do. It's hard to keep, keep people's attention without fans and stuff on these long Agreed. matches. So you got to do these little shorties. But I'm with you. Yeah. So we have, uh, you know, not mad but disappointed NXT dad Triple H in the ring. <laughs> okay. In his velour suit coat. Yep. Um, the fabric of kings. Yeah. And, and worn by the king of kings in the sport of kings. Yeah. <laughs> Calls out Gargano and Champa. Champa just cuts him off. Uh, Triple H is basically like, "You're not going to touch him." You must have said it five times. You're not touching Johnny. Um, he basically tells them both, "Hey guys, you can't be doing bad things. Yeah. You can't be screwing up property because that's not good." Um, and he tells them, "Listen, you know, this needs to end." Uh, Johnny, I did like where he's like, yeah, this was supposed to end last year, but Champa decided to go and break his neck. Yep. I was like, ah, I like that. Um, so Champa says, they don't need a crowd. <laughs> we don't have a choice, brother. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, Tripp's asked Johnny how long he needs, which was weird. Sure. And uh, he needs two weeks. So okay. in two weeks, he says he's going to text them an address, and that's it. All right. To show up and finish it. You're, uh, you're missing a very important part of something that Gargano says that I'm shocked you didn't just mention. Did he say something about the Great Muda? No. Well, what did he say? When he was walking down the ring, he called Champa a coward and said he was beating him up so bad last week that he tried to jump through the window to get away from him. He did. You're right about that. Oh, my God. How did I forget about that? Oh, Gargano subtly threw a dig at Marty Jannetty, <laughs> that coward. So this poses the question. Yeah. 
Out of these two, which is Sean and which is Marty? Oh, God. Well, I, I mean, the window thing would make Chompa Marty. Okay. I mean, but which one of them lost their smile? Ah. <laughs> which one of them was featured in the uh, the whole movie, A Dusty Halloween? Oh, God. Which, which, <laughs> which one of them is pretty much universally hated backstage? <laughs> <laughs> and then in a few years we'll find God and spend the rest of his career making amends. Yeah, and totally not smoking crack out of a soda can. <laughs> so, so. Chompa's got the hairline for it, though. That is true. You're right about that. So they're gonna have their weird. I don't know if it's gonna be a fight, a match, a counseling session. I don't know. I'll go back to my <laughs> idea. Put it on the back of a of a big rig on the back of a truck. I'm with you. Let's, Let's do it. So Trips basically says, um, after this is done, you will never touch again in NXT. <laughs> which is real weird wording. Does that mean they're both going to go to get called up after this and they'll be able to touch each other on Raw? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they'll be able to touch each other very raw. <laughs> um, but before this ends, though... <sighs> We got some odd interference on the uh, on the Titan Tron. Uh-huh. It's the videos that have been airing, you know, with the whole the ends coming and times up and TikTok and all that shit. Follow the uh, But oh Jesus! But this time you see you see a, a face. Yeah. And we knew who this was. Yes, we did. This was one Mister Killer Cross. Yes. Are they I found that it, in the company? Uh, I don't know. They didn't mention him by name or anything because at the end of the video, I get shot back to Trips and the Gargano chat, but they were just looking like real concerned and confused. Oh, uh, so it, then, cut, it cut back to them? Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, on mine, I guess maybe since YouTube TV and like a couple times in the past has cut off early, on mine, it cut off as soon as the Killer Cross video ended. That was how the show ended. We didn't get any reaction from anybody. Maybe, maybe it was during the video it oh, cut okay. to them. I don't remember. I already deleted it off my DVR. Uh-huh. Uh, but there was a point where I went to them and they were just looking very confused. Oh, okay. And like like worried, kind of. So I don't know what they're going to be calling yeah. them. But I thought this is an interesting time to be yeah. doing this. It's, um, it's, it's WWE, so they'll probably call them like Murder Joe or something. Like Murder Joseph. Murder Joe. Instead of Murder Cross. Uh-huh. Murder Marty. Yeah, it'll be like, like, yeah, murder, I don't know, something. It looks too tough of a name, man. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say this, and I maybe it's coincidence, maybe it's not. Um, They changed camera angles this week. Okay. After seeing a certain show last week and how they presented their show. Mm Um. A certain show last week had two debuts. Uh-huh. Where NXT this week had a return and a debut. Okay. Uh I don't know if maybe somebody was like, Hey, they did it, so why you know, why can't we? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm not gonna be one of those that's like, Oh, NXT they're copying AEW and they're not elite. Like, nah, whatever. Maybe it's coincidence, maybe it's not. I don't know. But you know, I just thought that I was kind of like, hmm, all right. Yeah. Is there 
is there where there's smoke, there's fire, you know? Sure. Um, they were, uh, but both shows also were framed pretty much the same way. So I think there's just only so many ways you can do with these shows and keep them yeah. interesting. See, and NXT has the advantage of all those uh, guys and girls. They're down in Orlando already. Yeah. Where AEW, like, nah, they're all dispersed throughout the country. I don't think any of them are really living in Jacksonville. Yeah, well, I mean, Jericho talked about it on his podcast this week. He said, you know, he flies home, flies back. Like, he's, you know, yeah. wrestling one day, making the town, then going home. Then making the next yeah. town the next week and going to home. So Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Well, Jericho, he has a place down. Like, he lives in Florida, I yeah. think. Yeah. So that, that's fine for him. But, yeah, um, but yeah NXT definitely has more to their to their use, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so that was NXT. Yep. So I'm going to ask you the age-old question. All right. Match from each show. Match overall. Show overall. Okay. AEW. I'm giving it to Sammy and Kenny Omega. Uh, really good match. Would have been better with the crowd. Um, everything else on that show was pretty much a squash. Uh, but that was very good. Uh, NXT, similar sort of thought, layout. Uh, Riddle versus Roddy. My match there. Again, very good. Much shorter than the Kenny-Sammy match. Um, but again, same thing. Should have been better. Would have been much better in front of a crowd. But those guys can wrestle. Very good match. Uh, my match of the night, and I think we might be a little split. I don't know. Uh, but my match of the night, I'm giving to Riddle and Roddy. Okay. Uh, I watched NXT second, like I tend to do. Um, and I don't know if it was the commentary having that big of an impact on everything, uh, but by the end of AEW, I was a little zoned out. Um, but NXT, for whatever they did, got me interested. And it's the second show, so I've already watched two hours of wrestling. So to, to keep me interested or bring me up is a harder thing to do. So yeah. uh, I like Riddle Strong better. Thought that was match of the night. And because of that, because the show had a little bit more than just squash matches, a little bit story progressing. I'm going NXT tonight, brother. Okay. Uh, I think the, you know, easily the second best match on NXT was LeRae and Caden Carter. And the second best match on AEW, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Cody, Jimmy Havoc, who gave Sabian Darby Allen. Yeah, so, I don't know. So I'm going, I'm going NXT, my man. All right. Well, my, my friend, I am going to go with uh, AEW match was definitely Sammy Kenny. I mean, I don't think there's any other choice. Um, yeah. They, they tore it down. Um, for NXT, I'm also going to go Riddle, Roddy. Okay. Again, it's just... It was only 11 minutes, but it was like, I want more, and I wish there was a crowd because these two dudes are great. Sure. Um, My match, I am going to go Sammy and Kenny. Okay. Uh, I just thought, overall, like you said, Kenny's Kenny. You know what you're getting. You're going to get a great match. Sure. 
but I'm just so impressed with everything that Guevara is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, from the character work to his actual wrestling, like that guy is just killing it. Yeah. Um, show of the night. Uh, I'm going NXT. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, I just think that, like you said, I mean, I enjoyed the Carter match a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Riddle was great. Bivens de- debuting. EO coming back. Um, you know, I-, I didn't love the end segment that much, but I did like the Killer Cross reveal a little bit. Yeah. Uh, where NX or AEW, like I enjoyed Kenny and um, and Sammy a lot. Everything else was there. Um, I did like the Jake promo. Yeah, but Jake like was good. After uh, after um, Jericho cut a promo on the uh, Vanguard one, I, it fell off a cliff to me. Yes, for sure. And it just ended real bad. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with NXT. Okay. All right. So I just updated the spreadsheet here. Shocking. Uh, I I I I expected you to pick Kenny and Sammy. Did not expect you to pick NXT, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. All right, so that puts season two of AEW and NXT, me at seven for AEW and four for NXT, and you at five for AEW and six for NXT. Mm, okay. And overall, it puts me AEW with ten, NXT with 13, and you at AEW 9, and NXT 14. Okay. So, I I feel like, I I know I went on a run of AEW shows where they were just killing it. Um, Again, right now is just such a weird time where you got to work with what you have, and I just think NXT did a better job this week. I agree, and we're still, overall, we're pretty neck and neck. There's just, yeah. you know, one difference. We're not even that far off, really, on season two. Um, so, but, Brett, here's what the here's what the fans think. Here's what the, the people who watched feel. Ooh, I like uh, this. AEW pulled 819,000. Which is uh, up from last week. Oh, was it really? It, well, well, last week we last week we have NA because they weren't head to head. Oh yeah, with that recap. Bullshit. But the week before, they only did seven sixty six. So they wow. got like fifty thousand. Okay. And NXT did six hundred sixty nine thousand. Nice. What? I said nice. Oh. <laughs> they just they dropped about thirty thousand. They had six ninety seven two weeks ago when they were head to head. Okay. So Yeah, that last week threw a wrench in things. It yeah, was, that, was... we don't count it. I don't that's why I don't even have the ratings listed. Uh, yeah. For us it's unfair. We're 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 the Wednesday night war, we're talking head to head only, so Yeah. So that's just what it has to be. Not not a bullshit recap show. Yeah. So, <laughs> pal, uh, I mean, that, that's it. We're talking a long time. This is I thought we were going to do a short episode. 
I guess since we haven't seen each other, we're I know. Uh, we're doing a long <laughs> one here. Yeah, I'm, which I'm totally fine with. Um, <laughs> yeah, it uh, it definitely was longer than I anticipated, but I I I don't got shit else to do, man. I ain't, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, uh, I mean, if you got you anything want... else, man. No, dude, I'm I'm pretty much. I, I, it is what it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, social meds, I guess. Um, at Wednesday. Uh, what the hell is our Twitter? Wednesday. Wednesday. At Wednesday. Pod. At Wednesday. War Pod. Uh, check us out there. We love getting some interactions, talking about wrestling. Uh, you can try and keep track of all the times I will like or post things. That are supposed to be from my personal account when I'm logged into the, to the podcast account, <laughs> like a dummy. Uh, and uh, Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail if you want to email the show and uh, talk to us in these trying times. Uh, we also on Facebook. You can we also on Facebook. We all we also there. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> you can check us out there. Drop us a line. Also. Um, you know, we're here, we're going to be doing this, uh, you know, Skype hopefully worked out and I didn't bungle any of this recording. If I did, you'll never hear it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing it. We've heard from a few, few people that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's good entertainment for them. They, you know, help some, if we can help you burn an hour and a half of your day once a week, I'm more than happy to do it. Absolutely. Um, part of me wishes we could do more, but frankly, I don't have the time. So... <laughs> You know, oh, don't. But, uh, but man, we like doing it. At least I like doing it, doing the show oh, a lot. I love it. It's and, fun. Uh, shout outs to everybody uh, who, uh, you know, just gave us gave us a nod uh, a little bit this week. Howard the Dave, of course, uh, always uh, always giving us a, a a mention or a nod or a, an at on the on the Twitter machine. Uh, same thing with uh, King Cannon. And uh, also a shout out to uh, to Dana uh, on Twitter. Uh, that's it, no last name, which is fine. Dana. No I like that. One uh, name, it's like Sting. Exactly, or Stang. <laughs> or, or Stang. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, came out, gave us a, uh, a little nod, said it, they liked the interview, liked the show, it felt like hanging out with friends during this quarantine or whatever it happens to be. I guess we're technically not quarantined, right? We're just social distancing. But uh, yeah. we appreciate it. We like hearing from you. Uh, makes me happy to know that that people people like to listen to this shit that we do <laughs> <laughs> once a week and hear us ramble and uh, talk about NXT while also complaining about how much of a douchebag Teddy Hart is. So Ugh. fuck that guy. Uh, soon to be named Network at STBN Network. Uh, check them out. They're still doing shows. Uh, again, thanks to, to Joe Sposto of uh, Longbox Heroes and uh, At Odds with Wrestling for helping me out, trying to figure out how to do this Skype thing. He uh, he Skyped me in earlier and walked me through the how to do everything, so uh, that's appreciated so we can keep this going because we're remaining socially distant. Uh, but check out Tsunami Name Network, all the shows there, Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, once again, Longbox Heroes, uh, Todd's with Wrestling, all those great shows. They are our podcasting brethren. Uh, 
and I, I mean, that's it. Your personal, we want to hit our personals, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at the Duge. That's T H E D O G E. You can, uh, I don't know, hear me uh, complain about people saying Glenn Danzig short, or uh, <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what I post. I, I have no idea. Gifts of stuff, the Karate Kid, and whatever the hell else. I don't know. Talk to me on there, though. I'll be, I'll be Did you see the one that I responded with uh, to you today? No, what? Like the whole thing where it's like, oh, I'll type in the 10 years of your... Oh, of yeah. Like, or, yeah. Mine was uh, Farouk popping his pecs. I did see that. Uh, <laughs> I, I lamented to Michelle, um, I had read that wrong like an idiot and thought it was post the, the gift of the, the year you were born. So I did uh-huh. that and got Karate Kid because there was no wrestling thing. Uh, and then when I did that, the, like you were supposed to, the first thing was Brett versus Owen, the yeah. fucking superplex in the cage. <laughs> so I feel like an idiot because I, I read it wrong. Jenna's, you could have had a really cool uh, gift. I think Jenna's from that match was uh, Owen hitting Brett with a pile driver. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. But so I'm a dummy, so I fucked that up. But uh, let's right, man. how personal. Where can people hit you up? So if you want to talk to me during these trying times. Talk to me at BrettXEdge570. Um, if you want to talk about the national news of uh, a crazy woman spitting on everything and where I like to do my grocery shopping right down the road, <laughs> it's on CNN <laughs> and TMZ and literally everywhere. Um, uh, if you want to show me your Air Maxes, because today was Air Max Day, you don't know what that means. I, I know is- it's a shoe. But okay. Because well, I saw you and Chuck and King Cannon posted about it. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been watching a ton of old wrestling. Uh, I posted up a list that uh, on Instagram at uh, Cobra Clutch Club put up, just like a you know yeah. playlist of matches to go through if you want to watch. Uh, I've been going the extra mile watching the whole events that they were a part of because because nice. I'm, I'm an insane person. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You want to talk to me about that? Whatever. <laughs> talk about wrestling. Talk to me about, I don't know, what are you listening to? I Give me stuff to listen to. Because, I don't know, the new Code Orange record came out two weeks ago. I've already played that out. So, And then, I don't know, the new Weekend record came out a week ago. Played that out already. I'm uh, just like... <laughs> Havoc has a new single. I heard it on the radio this morning. Oh, do they? Yeah. All right, I'll need to check them out. Can yeah. get my fill of thrash. Yeah. The only thrash I've had is uh, the singer from Power Trip absolutely just trashing that band trapped online. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, yeah they're, uh, again, this is way off the limits here, but uh, Municipal Waste is doing a, like, a, a social conditioning like Chug Beer video. And like you get oh, all your really? friends and Chug Beer together, and I'll be like, uh, my friend, my best friend Straight Edge, what the fuck? I'll, I mean, I'll chug, I'll chug a, I'll chug a can of, uh, I don't, I don't drink soda anymore. Yeah. I'll chug a water with you, brother. All right, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll one more thing I want to plug that I'm maybe if I can bring myself to not be a lazy asshole next month, I'm gonna do. Uh, there's somebody put up a list for April on Instagram of Sketchamania. Ooh, it's okay. A draw, it's a drawing a day. There's wrestling prompts, and uh, I'm gonna give it a shot. Nice. Uh, we'll see some of the prompts. Uh, there's like weapon, which is for day two. Sure. Uh, which I'm probably gonna draw uh, Steve Blackman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like tag team, 
uh, animal, that one's easy. King, that sure. one's easy. Like, it's not gonna, it, it ain't gonna be Lawler, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, Nightmare, maybe I'll do a better drawing of Cody's terrible neck tattoo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, if I can, if I can bear to put a pen and pencil in my hand again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some of those. There you go. Hey, we got nothing but time right now, man. Exactly. But have you been washing your hands? I got nothing else. Have you been washing your hands? Like a fiend. Dude, mine are so dry right now. Uh, Hand sanitizer, all that. Wash my hands, hand sanitize, put on lotion, go rinse, repeat. I'm a mess right now. (laughs) They're so dry. I need to go get lotion. Uh, Oh, I'm... you know, I I am a man who likes protection. Oh, God. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> everybody, keep staying safe. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Wash your fucking hands. Pro wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. I know, this is going to be weird. This is awkward already. (laughs) We'll bring it up.